carriers form the backbone of our naval forces today and have been a critical element of U.S. warfighting for the past 70 years. But where did this technology begin? On this episode of A History of the Navy in 100 Objects, Don Pruel, curator of ship models at the Naval Academy Museum, walks us through the development of the first aircraft carrier, USS Langley. Hello again. Welcome to the Naval Academy Museum. My name is Don Pruel. I'm the curator of ship models here. And we're going to speak on two different models that are in our collection. And they're unique because they're the same ship. What? Two of them, the same ship? Yes, as a matter of fact, we're going to speak first on the Collier, the Jupiter, built in the early 1900s. Uh, it was commissioned and used for refueling ships. She was a West Coast uh, built ship, built at Mare Island. Um, and uh, her duty was strictly on the West Coast. Well, eventually they decided they needed her for the Atlantic. So she was the first ship to transition the Panama Canal from the West Coast to the East Coast. So that's pretty unique in her history as the Collier. Uh, in the early days, aviation was just starting to become popular. We were launching aircraft off of battleships and cruisers at this point. And we came up with the idea that what would it be like to have a ship that actually carries airplanes? That's its main purpose, an aircraft carrier. So what they decided is they took the Collier, they stripped all the gantry and everything else off the top, and they actually put a flat deck across the whole top, incorporated an elevator in the middle so they could store airplanes down below and bring them up to this flight deck. Uh, the ship carried 36 airplanes at, at one time. Uh, she was quite successful. She was never really used because it was after World War I, so she was used between the wars. Uh, when World War II came around, she was pretty much obsolete at that point. So what they did is they took the forward deck, they cut it back to about here, and turned her into a seaplane tender. Which she was very successful at, at that, until she met up with a squadron of Japanese twin-engine bombers in 1942, I believe it was in February, and uh, unfortunately she got hit with five bombs. That did not sink her, but at that point she became immobile, so the skipper of the ship decided the best thing to do is just to go ahead and scuttle her, so they did. It was successful, it proved that we could have a platform to fly aircraft off of. Uh, she was sort of replaced, but at the same time, the Lexington and the Saratoga were being built. Uh, the uh, uh, treaty at that time said we couldn't have battleships that large, or battle cruisers is what they originally were, so they decided to take the hulls that were already built and turn them into aircraft carriers. So that in turn gave us the Lexington and the Saratoga. We hope you can join us soon at the Naval Academy Museum. You can see more ship models like this one and learn more about the development of naval aviation throughout the decades. If you'd like to learn more about the importance of aircraft carriers today, check out our episode on the USS Forrestal model where Vice Admiral Carter, the superintendent of USNA, shares his insights from a 30-year career in carrier aviation. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast.